Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. The key to a movie's financial success is actually pretty simple. Give the people what they want. With this in mind, you'd think it would make sense to listen what those fans have to say. Unfortunately, half the time, the general public doesn't have a damn clue what they're talking about. I'm Will for What Culture, and here are 10 movies ruined by listening to the fans. 10. Alien Covenant Alien Covenant is what happens when a filmmaker bows to the most unadventurous quarters of a fanbase. Though Alien prequel Prometheus was generally well received by critics, the fan response was rather more divisive, with many decrying not only some of its flimsier writing, but also the near total absence of xenomorphs throughout. Ridley Scott's response was to basically sack off the original planned sequel, which would have seen Elizabeth Shaw visit the engineer homeworld, in favour of a more typical Alien movie which jettisoned many of Prometheus's most interesting elements. Covenant ended up killing Shaw off-screen in a highly anticlimactic fashion and literally nuking the engineers, by far the most interesting aspect of Prometheus out of existence, clearing the board for a generic third-act xenomorph showdown. It unsurprisingly ended up feeling like a mere watered-down reenactment of the better Alien movies without bringing much new or interesting to the table. 9. Halloween 4 – The Return of Michael Myers It's easy to forget that there was a six-year gap between the third and fourth Halloween movies, largely due to the critical and commercial underperformance of Halloween 3 – Season of the Witch. Halloween 3 made a bold attempt to shift the franchise away from Michael Myers towards an anthology format, though unsurprisingly, Surprisingly, fans cried foul about The Shape's absence. And so Halloween 4 The Return of Michael Myers brought the iconic slasher back into the fold for what's ultimately one of the most formulaic and forgettable entries into a series with its fair share of duds. Due to an upcoming writer's strike, the story was conceived and the script written in just 11 days, and the resulting film was a devastating case of be careful what you wish for. The original script for Halloween 4, which brought Myers back as a ghost powered by the town's fear, seemed way more ambitious and interesting. But despite receiving John Carpenter's blessing, it was rejected by the producers in favor of a more conventional slasher sequel script. 8. Star Trek Into Darkness J.J. Abrams's 2009 Star Trek reboot was largely embraced by critics and general audiences, who felt that Abrams had injected some energy and personality into a cinematic IP that had long since run out of steam. But many hardcore Trek fans weren't quite so enthusiastic, feeling that Abrams had strayed too far from the dignified essence of Trek and basically made a glossy space opera in the vein of Star Wars. Abrams evidently listened to this feedback when prepping the sequel, Star Trek Into 
into darkness. But in a classic case of overcorrection, Abrams ended up trying way, way too hard to please the bread and butter fanbase. Star Trek Into Darkness was basically a superficial homage sequel heavily indebted to the best Trek film, Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan, incongruously casting Benedict Cumberbatch as a completely unrecognizable new version of the iconic villain. Throw in a cringe-worthy homage to Kirk's famous Khan scream from The Wrath of Khan, and it's clear that Abrams only intended to appease the most sentimental and nostalgia-loving of fans. 7. Spectre Despite being one of the most critically acclaimed Bond films of all time, and by far the most commercially successful, some fans complained that Skyfall didn't really feel like a Bond film. Director Sam Mendes has freely admitted that he styled Skyfall on Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight, as the film's operatic presentation and twisty story made incredibly apparent throughout. But in order to keep traditional Bond fans happy, Mendes designed Skyfall's follow-up Spectre as an act of compromise, a bridge between the kinetic invention of Skyfall and the the campier tone of the Roger Moore era. The result is a strangely stale film that charmlessly reintroduces a lot of the classic Bond tropes, more gadgets, passive female characters, a giant henchman villain, and a new take on Blofeld, who of course turns out to be the behind-it-all-along puppet master. Also, the wildly bloated 148-minute runtime certainly didn't help. 6. Justice League Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice was undeniably one of the most disappointing blockbusters of the last decade. Despite the obvious potential of its superhero slugfest, Zack Snyder's comic book epic was more often than not a dour overlong bore than a thrilling blast of welcome fanservice. The consensus seemed to be that the DCEU was in desperate need of lightening up, particularly with its depiction of Superman, whose mopey demeanor reached an unbearable fever pitch in Batman v Superman. So, with Batman v Superman releasing just weeks before Justice League started shooting, Warner Brothers went into full-on panic mode, ordering on-the-fly rewrites to make it more light-hearted before bringing in Joss Whedon to effectively remake most of Snyder's movie in his own Avengers-esque mold. The Justice League released in 2017 and was, of course, ridiculed by critics and audiences alike. Beyond the issues with Henry Cavill's CGI upper lip, it just felt like a cynical, soulless corporate exercise, designed to be broadly appealing to as wide an international market as possible while having no real personality to speak of. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Five, Resident Evil Apocalypse. Despite being a solid commercial success, no matter the mixed reviews, Paul W.S. Anderson's original Resident Evil was wildly divisive among fans of the classic video game series, many of whom felt it strayed too far from the source material. And it was a fair complaint. There wasn't a single character in the film from the games, as such feeling like a fairly superficial, inspired by adaptation. It's a fun movie, but it wouldn't take many tweaks for it to be totally unrecognizable as a Resident Evil movie. Anderson attempted to address this issue in the second film, Resident Evil Apocalypse, by introducing fan-favorite characters Jill and Carlos alongside iconic villain Nemesis. Except without the required production values, these characters looked more like dime store cosplays than authentic screen translations of beloved characters. The wretched-looking Nemesis was especially difficult to take seriously, unaided by the fact that Anderson, who wrote but didn't direct the film, had Nemesis lose to protagonist Alice in a damn fist fights. This really ended up setting the tone for all the sequels that followed, which continually introduced more elements from the games at a mere aesthetic level. 4. Saw the Final Chapter You can argue that Saw the Final Chapter was ruined by cashing in on the 3D craze, resulting in the film's hideously murky aesthetic, but what really, truly sunk the final Saw movie was its indulging, wishful fan thinking way too late in the series. Ever since Dr. Gordon sawed off his foot and crawled out of Jigsaw's grotty bathroom at the end of the first film, fans had been wondering when Gordon would make a reappearance. By the time Saw 3 came out in 2006, the fan theory that Gordon had become one of Jigsaw's apprentices was firmly cemented, and with each new annual installment in the series, fans kept waiting to see if the filmmakers would finally have the balls to pull the trigger. But by the time the seven film had come out in 2010, the series had basically milked itself dry, with repetitious plot twists often centered around the existence of yet another secret Jigsaw apprentice. With the series' box office receipts plummeting, however, the filmmakers basically said screw it and for the final chapter decided to give fans what they asked for, by revealing that Gordon was indeed Jigsaw's last apprentice. Or as the belated sequel Jigsaw later revealed, apparently not. But after tossing the theory around for so many years, fans were less surprised than they were begrudgingly accepting of a final twist that felt more inevitable than shocking. 3. Batman Forever Depending on who you ask, Tim Burton's Batman Returns may be a great movie or just a weird and dark curiosity piece. General audiences seem to veer on the latter interpretation, with the film grossing less than two-thirds of what the original 89 Batman film did. The message to Warner Brothers was clear. Fans felt that Burton had gone too far with Batman Returns, and so the studio went about assembling a more light-hearted standalone sequel without Burton or star Michael Keaton. Batman Forever hit screens in 1995, switching out 
Burton for Joel Schumacher and Keaton for Val Kilmer in a more goofy, candy-colored, family-friendly Batman film that could clearly shift a ton of merchandise. In purely commercial terms, the bet paid off, as Batman Forever outgrossed Batman Returns by almost $70 million. However, today, Batman Returns is embraced far more fondly by general audiences than it was back then, as it was perhaps a little too ahead of its time tonally. And it also set the stage for Batman and Robin, a film so absurd and absurdly unsuccessful that it scared Warner Brothers off the IP for eight years before bringing Christopher Nolan in to tidy things up with a more serious-minded take. 2. Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker J.J. Abrams strikes again, this time with what might well be the most blatant example of a filmmaker bending over backwards to please the bitchiest and most unimaginative parts of the fanbase. After The Force Awakens received criticism for being too much of a rehash of A New Hope, Ryan Johnson's The Last Jedi radically usurped the existing formula, subverting expectations in a fashion that sharply divided fans, despite strong critical acclaim. The backlash was violent enough that Abrams basically decided to walk back or downplay many of Johnson's creative decisions in The Rise of Skywalker, enough that the film basically feels like one long apology. It is nauseating fan service galore. Palpatine is inexplicably back, Rey gets unconvincingly revealed to be his granddaughter, Rose is relegated to being a glorified extra, and Rey ends up adopting the Skywalker moniker in a highly unearned flat payoff to a trilogy's worth of movies. Even the people who really didn't like The Last Jedi felt shortchanged by the utter lack of creativity on offer here. No film should ever pander this aggressively to pissed off fans, who don't represent nearly as much of the general audience as Lucasfilm clearly thought. One. Jurassic Park 3 After many Jurassic Park fans were left disappointed that The Lost World kept Dr. Alan Grant and Dr. Ellie Sattler on the sidelines, Universal made a concerted effort to address that for the threequel. Between fans missing Alan and Ellie in The Lost World and the movie grossing barely half of what the 1993 original did, the message was clear. But this utter desperation to make a third film centered around the absent duo is what became, in part, its undoing. Jurassic Park 3 basically contorts itself into a cinematic pretzel, trying to contrive a reason for Alan Grant to return to one of the dinosaur-infested islands, settling for him being tricked by a desperate couple whose son is missing on the island. As much as Alan is easily the best thing in the film, his character's presence in this scenario isn't ever remotely convincing, and Laura Dern's Ellie ultimately only returns for a totally deflating, no-effort cameo that was filmed in a single day. Jurassic Park 3 straight itself to be a direct sequel to The Lost World, when honestly, it probably would have made more sense to just go the Jurassic World route and soft reboot the series. Audiences clearly agreed, and the film grossed just 368.8 million worldwide, barely half of The Lost World and scarcely a third of the original. Hold up, what was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.